The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's jazz it up, let's all get together now. Welcome to the Laura Theodore Podcast. You may know me from my popular television show, Jazzy Vegetarian, where I feature easy and delicious vegan recipes, along with tips for living a kinder, plant-based life. Now I invite you to join me here each week, where I'll welcome amazing guests to share upbeat and informative conversations featuring motivational lifestyle advice and nutritional guidance, plus lots of jazzy, licious recipe ideas. It's all served up with sensational music on the side. Music. So let's get talking. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Laura Theodore Podcast. I am your host, Laura Theodore. I hope you are feeling well. I hope you are healthy and happy because good health is what it's all about, isn't it? I think so. Well, we've got a fantastic show in store for you today. We have a wonderful guest. We've got some great recipes, some wonderful music, just so much great stuff. So I just want to get right to it. And now it is my great pleasure to welcome Kathy Caton Grazzini, who is the founder of Kathy's Kitchen Prescription, LLC. Kathy is the food editor for Veg World Magazine, and she is certified in plant-based nutrition from the T. Colin Campbell Center for Nutrition Studies at Cornell. Kathy is a member of the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicine, and she's trained PCRM Food for Life Instructor. And I'd like to welcome her to the program right now. How are you today, Kathy? I am doing great, Laura. Thanks so much. How about you? Well, I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. And I'm really doing well because, man, your book is beautiful. It's fantastic. It's uh, cutting edge in so many ways. I enjoyed the recipes. You say on page eight, why plants? Why now? Now, what did you mean by that? Well, this is, um, you know, it's almost as if plants have arisen to answer our, some of humanity's most pressing challenges of the day. They are the answer to uh, meeting our health challenges when it comes to our leading killing diseases like heart disease and cancer and diabetes and obesity. A diet that's founded on whole plant foods is so anti-inflammatory. It is, uh, there's really medical consensus now. It's been developing over the last 60 years. 
about three-quarters of the emerging infectious diseases we now know have their origins in uh, animal uh, animals, yeah. whether they're wild animals or farmed animals, all like COVID-19. So, so whether it's slow and chronic or, or infectious and, and diseases that uh, we get through contamination, in all these ways that sicken our species, plants seem to hold the key to our salvation and our longevity. Uh, and yeah. that's just the health front. Then there's, there's also environmental reasons and the climate crisis uh, and the, what the planet is facing right now. All of these foods uh, have such a low carbon footprint in comparison with animal uh, agriculture that it's from 10 to 50 times lower that it is whether, you know, it has to do with deforestation, the amount of arable land that's been devoted to raising uh, animals and the feed crops that, that uh, sustain them. Just in so many ways uh, for, for the climate to lower the pressures on biodiversity and global warming and wildfires and the floods and all the, the environmental challenges that we're faced with right now, uh, plants seem to hold the key. So, you know, we're living in a unique moment where we, we now know um, the, the, the best way to uh, move forward for our species and for the entire planet is to begin to shift our eating habits away from animals and to embrace uh, plants in all their diversity uh, to the greatest amount that we're able to do it. It's, it's for our benefit and, and the planet as well. To add just a little bit to that, why plants, why now? Well, think about it, and I know you've thought about this many times, but, you know, many years ago when I started on this journey myself, mm-hmm. it was very difficult to be all vegan, uh, particularly whole food plant-based uh, like your book. And now, why plants Why now? Because it's so much easier, let's face it, it in this is. society. Yeah, everybody's looking for easy this, short that, quick this. You know, they, you see that all over. And now it's something that if somebody wants to do it, it's actually doable by just going to their local supermarket and they can now purchase all the things that are needed. And so that's my two cents on that one. I get this question all the time, and, and I'm certain that you have too. And just we don't want to dwell on this too much, but, you know, I get the question, will I get enough protein? How do I get enough protein? You know, people will say, oh, well, there's no protein in a potato or there's no protein in this or that. Talk about that a little bit. You really covered that beautifully in your book. Oh, yeah, thanks. I know. It is this, you know, we are so brainwashed as a population to, to be concerned about protein. Well, first of all, people don't realize there is protein, and plants need protein, too. They produce uh, in order to just stand straight and, and tall. They have uh, plant-based proteins, which happen to be a whole lot healthier than animal-based ones. But they are everywhere in the plant kingdom and in, in fungi and in mushrooms as, as well. Most Americans consume over 70 grams of protein a day, which is well beyond what our daily requirements are. We over-consume protein, and it actually poses risks to our kidneys because you know, people, it's marketing. It's not medicine. You know, it's just why people are fearful about protein. But I think there's just this old-fashioned misconception that if you eat more, more and more protein, 
Um, you'll develop muscles. You'll be stronger. You'll be leaner. But, you know, the only thing that develops our, our muscles is weight training and working out and exercise. It's, it's when you consume, you know, we all need a, a modicum of protein, which we get amply, uh, just having enough food to eat. Um, so there's, you know, whether it's plant-based or animal-based, so there's more than enough protein to go around. And what we don't use just for our, you know, maintaining our, our, our requirements, um, we excrete through our, um, you know, when we urinate through our kidneys, which is why kidney disease, because there is so much protein in our diets, it's actually overtaxing our kidneys. And I think kidney disease is, has increased 600%. Um, in the, in the last decade or two. So it's kind of a crisis on our kidneys. And what we don't use beyond that gets converted into fat. So it's, it's, it's really just the concern no one should really need to have. As long as you're eating enough calories, you know, it's almost impossible not to get enough protein as long as you get enough calories. The nutrient we really should worry about is fiber, not protein, because 97% of Americans are deficient in fiber, which is only found in plants and in mushrooms. So that, that is uh, really required for our health. Now, a lot of people are eating salt-free or lowering their content of sodium every day. In this book, I do give people an alternative of learning to cook with miso paste, which um, are very flavorful. In spite of their salinity, they do not seem to have the harmful effects of table salt on our um, on heart health and on our gut health, at least as far as the data shows to date. So that's an interesting way to uh, flavor your food um, and and with with umami richness. And there are all different kinds of miso paste that uh, can lend flavor to your dishes and they, they you know uh, also salinity without the harmful effects that you would get with. Um, with salt, but you can go way beyond that as we do in the cookbook um, because I'm playing with herbs and I'm playing with spices and I'm waking up your mouth so that and your senses so that you can enjoy your food so much more instead of relying on the salt shaker, you know, with, uh, with mushrooms and mushroom powders and chilies and chili powders and, um, you know, spices from all over the world. And, and learning to cook in a way that you concentrate the flavors, the natural sugars in your produce, in your fruits and in your vegetables by roasting them or dehydrating them or doing other, other techniques uh, that are exemplified in the book so that those flavors really pop and your mouth is excited and your senses are enlivened and you don't have to rely on just salt uh, to, to derive pleasure from eating. I love that. Well, uh, Kathy's book, Love the Foods That Love You Back, Clean, Healthy, Vegan Recipes for Everyone. And I know that it's available wherever fine books are sold. And the photography was done by who, Kathy? <laughs> the photographer is my husband, Giordano Caton Grazzini, 
who is a photographer, and uh, we had so much fun um, staging and, and plating and, and uh, doing, you know, editing our photos together and so forth. So he has taken all the wonderful shots of all these dishes. Thanks. I love that there are so many full-color photos that really explain and let the reader know what the recipe should look like. So uh, anybody out there, if you love photos with the recipes and you love a good cookbook, pick up a copy. I like that throughout the book, you have given us uh, plenty of tasty, oil-free stir-fry recipes. And I'm wondering if you can just give us one quick or two quick tips for creating a tasty, oil-free stir-fry. What I do is I start with the aromatics in a, in a heat, you know, preheat the pan, start with um, your aromatics like your onions and your shallots, for example, your carrots, celery if you're using it, or peppers if it's a, if it's a Latino dish, you know, and you're starting with a sofrito or a mirepoix if it's a French dish or Italian, uh, batuto, the, you know, they, these are all the foundational uh, odori, they call them in Italian, because that's where the flavor, you know, originates. And you dry saute them in a plan, just, just heating the, the vegetables themselves. They all contain so much water uh, that they will release their water in a hot pan um, and begin to caramelize uh, uh, and caramelize the pan as well. And then I deglaze the pan with a, just a tiny bit of liquid, and it could be mm-hmm. removed or a uh, salt-free broth, or a wine of some sort, or a fruit juice. You know, it really depends on the dish. And you just scrape mm-hmm. them up with a, a wooden spoon, and, that, and those caramelized natural sugars from those originating vegetables are the foundation for building flavor in, um, in your dish without relying on, on oils. And then you layer in you know, your herbs and spices, your other produce, your, your um, if you're a ginger or garlic or mushrooms or lemongrass or, you know, depending on, on the type of dish it is, you build it up from there. Now, last but not least, if someone's listening today and they're saying, hmm, okay, I'm going to pick up Kathy's book, maybe they're already looking at it on Amazon or somewhere wherever they buy their books, and they're saying, hmm, I want to love the foods that love me back. <laughs> And they're saying, okay, I really want to add more plant-based foods into my weekly menu plan, or really I want to become 100% vegan. What is your recommended first step for those who would like to get started on a plant-based diet? Sure, yeah. Well, you know, we all start wherever we start, um, and everybody is different. Some people love to cook, and they're comfortable, in the, you know, and they're adventurous in the cooking. Some people are very shy about cooking, maybe have never really cooked much in their life and have relied on, on takeout and processed foods, and so they, they may find, you know, anything involving a cookbook <laughs> intimidating. But um, I created um, the very first recipe chapter in the book is called Building Blocks, and in it are some very simple sauces that are foundational, a traditional red sauce, a white sauce, uh, an easy cheesy sauce, which of course has no dairy cheese whatsoever, but it is, 
you know, in place of a melted mozzarella on, you know, if you wanted to do grilled cheese or uh, a tuna-less melt sandwich or, or have it on nachos or, or uh, you know, even on top of pasta. There are, there are mayonnaises that are involve no oil and no eggs and all sorts of, you know, beginning building blocks exactly that are used throughout the book, but, but even on their own can be a very easy way to put your toe in the water. Every culinary tradition is so rich in, in plants, and you can just focus there. You know, if you like Mexican cooking, make bean burritos and enchiladas and tacos. Uh, if you're used to, you know, pizzas and pastas with an Italian slant, you know, just do it meatless. And you, you'll find that you, you know, add vegetables instead of chopped meat or, or fish or chicken. So rich, the flavor of the plants themselves. Uh, in sauces and in stews that, you know, I dare say you won't miss the, 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 the uh, omission of the animal products because the flavor is so rich in the, in the plants themselves. It's a great way to get started. Love the foods that love you back. Clean, healthy, vegan recipes for everyone. Kathy, great book. You are a delight to speak with. I love all your tips. I can't thank you enough for taking time out of your busy schedule to be with us here today, and I hope we have time to do it again, and I'm wishing you and your family good health. Thank you, Laura, so much. It was a great pleasure to talk to you, and I hope your listeners enjoy the book as well. So thank you so much. Thank you. Well, that was Kathy Caton Grazzini, and the name of her book is Love the Foods That Love You Back. Thank you for being on the program today, Kathy. And uh, gosh, we've got so much going on here at Jazzy Vegetarian. You can watch us on the Create Network, which airs all across the nation every Sunday and every Monday. Check your local listings. So many wonderful shows. Our program airs there four times weekly. And season 10, can you believe it? It's our big anniversary season of Jazzy Vegetarian is airing all across the country. And we've got a new book coming out. If you want to learn more, jazzyvegetarian.com. That's jazzyvegetarian.com. You can learn all about everything going on. It's jazzy. Get lots of recipes. We've got over 700 recipes on the website, videos. You learn all about the television seasons, all about the guests on the podcast. You got to check it out, jazzyvegetarian.com. But speaking of recipes... I know you've been waiting for it. It's my recipe of the week. Vegan and delicious. My recipe of the week. Here's a fun and fabulous recipe. With the holidays rolling around, you want to have some great appetizers, some light lunch options. And this is a good one. Very colorful, very beautiful, and kind of surprising because it's my zucchini avocado sushi rolls. And of course, they're all vegan. They use zucchini in place of seaweed for the wrapper. Really easy to prepare. I came up with these because my husband does not like seaweed. I happen to love sushi. So I wanted to have something that was going to be kind of having that sushi kind of flavor, be vegan, of course, and something that my husband would eat. It's really, really good. And the dipping sauce is super quick too, but don't be fooled. 
This roll, once dipped in the sauce, is full of umami flavor, and it makes a great use of zucchini, which I'm also looking for recipes to make with zucchini, too. Maybe you are as well. So we're going to start off with the dipping sauce, only three ingredients. You're going to start off with three tablespoons of maple syrup, three tablespoons of tamari. If you want to keep it gluten-free, use a gluten-free tamari. You can also use coconut aminos with this. One scallion, the white and the green parts, very thinly sliced. That's the whole sauce. All you do is you put the maple syrup and the tamari in a small bowl and briskly whisk it until it's combined and then pour the sauce into three or four tiny bowls and top with several scallion slices. Of course, this is easy to double or triple and And of course, it's not rocket science. You can kind of change it up if you want a little sweeter, put more maple syrup. If you want a little more zing to it, use a little more tamari. And then the rolls. Just all you're going to use is two long zucchini and two small to medium carrots peeled and cut into very thin sticks. And of course, some avocado cut into thin slices. And to make the rolls, you're going to put each zucchini on a cutting board and using a wide vegetable peeler, or you can use a mandolin for this if you like, you're going to carefully cut the zucchini into very thin, long slices, long strips, almost like you'd see if you were going to have a nice sheet of seaweed. And you're going to be making about six of these slices or so from each zucchini. You want about 12 slices in all. And then you're going to cut the remaining zucchini, you know, each side of the zucchini that uh, you end up with when you can't cut it into thin slices anymore. And you're going to cut that into very, very thin sticks, about the same size as your carrot sticks. And then you're going to lay one zucchini slice on the cutting board and arrange several carrot sticks, zucchini sticks, and a few slices of the avocado at one end of the zucchini slice. And then carefully roll, roll, roll up the zucchini slice around the avocado, the carrot, and the zucchini sticks. Put the roll on a plate, seam side down, and then just continue in the matter until you have about 12 rolls. And that's the whole thing. Serve it with the dipping sauce, arrange it on a pretty platter. You're going to find this recipe on our website under show 809. That's show 809 at jazzyvegetarian.com. And that's the recipe. I hope you like it. Well, music today is from my CD, What the World Needs Now is Love, featuring the great arranger and saxophone player Julian Purefoy and her big band. And it's a little blues today. This is one I really like. It's called Some of My Best Friends Are the Blues. We're running out of cheer Now don't be too surprised if you find No one else is here To say that people judge you By the company you choose Some of my best friends are the I'm sitting in my rocker 
But I don't feel at home When misery loves company You're better off alone Been walking round in circles Since I got my walking shoes Some of my best friends are the blues The blues come and go without warning Excuse them if they are not polite They put a mabberet in the morning And they tuck me in bed each and every Best friends are the blues featuring yours truly, 
singing and the great Julian Purefoy and her big band. If you want to purchase that CD, by the way, you can get it at JanzyVegetarian.com where we have several of my CDs. We have also all of my books. We have book combos and Uh, Just check it out after the show. Well, as always, it's so wonderful being here with you, and I'm so honored that you choose this podcast to listen to, because I know you've got a lot to choose from, and I do hope you continue to listen to us. So until next time, be happy, be healthy, and be well. From me, Laura Theodore, a.k.a. The Jazzy Vegetarian. I'm Rachel Corpus, an angel communicator, psychic medium, and host of the Angel Talk podcast. This show is meant to help you remember who you are, a limitless being with shoes and socks on. And along the way, we'll connect to people on the other side and experts in the field like authors, healers, animal communicators, and more. Listen to all my shows at Mind Body Spirit FM or wherever you get your podcasts.